This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to disseminating the Torah and Mesorah of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky and his Rabbeim. Please consider donating at eshelpublications.com to help us continue our mission. Okay, uh, good morning, good afternoon, good year. Um, we're holding here in Perikhov Vav. So Perikhov Hay was myrich a lot about the different, um, the, the, the Indian of the Zman in which Torah was given. And now he's going to be myrich in the Indian of the Mokram. So Zman and Mokum are both, um, a, they frame an event. So if something is given at a certain time, there's a reason why that time slot is the appropriate framework for that Indian. And so to the place is also, and Chazal speak a lot about the place, and that's what's going to be Mazbit. Or be Medrish. Yisu Midbav Arav Chatserim Teshav Kedo Yeroinu Yeshvesela. A marshal, the Nasi Shinechas the Medina, the Ro Oisoi, um, Benea Medina, or Borchum of Fanov, Nichas the Shni, or Borchum of Fanov, Nichas the Hareva, the Kodmoise. So a king came to a country, and the Benea Medina ran away from him. He came to a second country, they ran away. He finally came to a, to a desolate city, to a city that was Horev, the Kodmoise. They greeted him, but Mikalson said, I'm Shabayachim. Oma Nasi, the Nasi said, Zuya, Toivim, Kalar Medina, this is where I'm living, this is what I want, and so on. So, the Chazal give a marshal about um, a, a king coming to different cities, not being terribly uh, desired. It totally came to a, a, a Harv city. Here also, he went to the Yam. He went to the uh, it, 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 to um, it, it, he brings later on Yarden, or he went to Oretz. They did not. Uh, it didn't care for him. Finally, Midbacharev cared for him. So. You know, on the surface of it, the Chazal doesn't seem to give any indication as to why that's. I mean, it just it's just like a mikri. The first one, a marshal, went to a bunch of places, and then they went to places that's horrible, and they liked it, so that's that's why he came there. It, it, there's no indication of what the reason is. So Ramal says that that is the reason. Hine, nosnu tam be'ezet zad ruishas ater midba v'rotzbezek k'ayom v'yadnem chomriim shegdelim b'anivroim achomriim v'shom mishkanam. The Yam and the Yarden, um, that's the, the, I guess the part of the Chazal that he doesn't quote, that the Yam and the Yarden both allow for physical life. They allow for things that are physical, um, vegetation and, and, and animal life thrives in a Yam and in, and in Yarden. And Bemela, the, that's where this, there, there, something exists. The, um, the, 
ולפיכך אין להם קיום ועמידה מהשם יסברך, שהוא קודש דמוכם, and that's why it does not, they don't allow in הקדוש ברוך הוא, who's קודש דמוכם. ולפיכך בים נאמה היום רוב היונס עד ניסב לאחור, שיכולים אלו דברים למה השם יסברך. אבל עמיד בו מפני שאין בדו בחומרי, שאין בו מציאס חומרי, ואין דורם בו נברם החומרים רק ישמו מבציאו, לזכו ישמחו על עמיד בו, כי נמצוא משתוק מלאיל מצד עצמו כאשר אין להם המוני החומרי. So, um, so he says, since they don't have the, 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 um, the obstacle of being, of being balichoyma, that's why the Zayda king. In other words, let's translate it a little bit um, in, in what he means. The, um, let's take an example. A person, if a person has different things in his life, um, so if something else comes into my life, um, I, I can't give myself absolutely away to it because I have other things also. I'm attached to other things. And as much as I'm attached to other things, I can't attach myself to this. Masha um, Ain if if I have nothing, then this becomes her whole life. Um, on a physical level, when when um, you know whenever you you see like whenever you have a stick of glue of some sort, and it, the instructions are always make sure both areas are totally clean. And then apply the glue, because if there's something else there, it's not going to stick as well. You know, it'll it'll it'll, it'll stir. Um, a person becoming people who take up causes tend to be the people that have nothing else in their lives. A person who has many things going on, he's de- de- devoted to a cause, but the other things also. A person who has nothing and he finds a cause, it consumes his entire person. So the the um, it it, it, I, it it that's the that's a mahalach of being totally being able to be totally dedicated to something or not. So because the yam and and the yarden have other things that there's an, they have they have more to them mitzias, and those things that they have to mitzias are chomris. So they're they're not they're not ready to take in. Uh, therefore, um, the, it doesn't stick as well. Um, when a midbar, which has nothing else, so it's kol kulo, uh, becomes a platform for likus. And a person like that also, a person, if a person has other things in his life, when we, when we say Hashem Echad, what we mean on a, on a tachlisic level is that a person be um, totally um, he, Totally devoted to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. B'chol nafshecha, b'chol medecha, b'chol levavcha. It these these are it, it it requires a totality, and in as much as we don't have that, in as much as we have other things, that means we're not totally dedicated. So midbar is a is a framework. It's a makom where you can say something is totally dedicated. Um, so people really crave ruchnias. It's just that when they when they um, don't have 
when they have other things, then then that that dampens some of the craving that 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 channels it somewhere else. So therefore, Torah the Mokmas Torah is the Midbar because it's clear of anything else. I found I found over the years actually a very interesting phenomena in in yeshivas um, people bachim who are very successful. Um, you know when they when they get engaged and get married, they they you know, they're, they're very besimcha. Bachim who seem not to have anybody or anything else. You know, for whatever reason, they're just kind of not part of the chevra or whatever. When they get engagement, they're much more attached. Um, be, and, and I sometimes I sense that this is they they you know they found a friendship, they found a companionship, they found somebody who admires them, and and a lot of times that bond is much stronger because they they don't have anything but each other, as opposed to someone who has many areas of success. This has to somehow integrate. So Torah coming in on a person's, on a person who's got other interests in life and other successes and other possessions, is a bit of a problem. By the way, I also think when people ask why is it, you know, uh, in the old days you find, um, you find people who, who knew a lot more, who, who learned a lot more. You know, the Tamil the, Chacham the, Chashuv in the old days were Le'en Erech Mochash than us. Um, so I, I assume there's a, there's a you know, they uh, start planting different people, different Duras and so on. But I think also um, today, even if we have nothing, we have a lot of things um, it's, it's, and it's mentally, we have a bunch of things going on. In, in the old days, they had nothing but whatever safer they had, and and sit and and, and learn it in, in Hazrat. There was no, they, they, the, the, the amount of possessions was zilch possessions. Nothing was going on in their lives. They had one shirt on their back, and and they had the, the meager the food, and they, that's all that went on in their lives. And the only thing that could fill it, and fill, so it wasn't just more time. They have another another hour to learn is not doesn't make that difference. It's it's the it's the fact that this became all consuming. So here, Chazal says, it's because these things are for free, and therefore the retire is for free. Ubirin is that kiroyish et nosin atayra beilish loisha. Um, the, 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 the knage over here, he says, is um, Torah is something that cannot be understood as a possession. Torah is something that's not the person's. So this is something that it's totally not shy to the person, and there can't be any sense that the person is is in possession of it. It's not mine, it's not yours, it's not his, it's Torah. And the sense of things being hefka means that 
there's a hafka of bailos. Um, anything that that belongs to a person means this is shayach to me. Um, I can associate it to me, and therefore it's mufka from the concept of of it's, it's not hefke. Hefke means something that's be'etzim hefke means it's not shayach to people. It doesn't doesn't attach itself to people, uh, and therefore that's something that's miyachetayra. It's. Uh, I mean, one of the things about, I mean, Reb Nachum's kind of racha is incredible. I mean, Reb Nachum had nothing in his life but his learning. And he would state many times that he has no problem with people saying over his Torah in their name. He said, Torah is Hefke, it's not mine. Torah is Emes because it's Emes. And if it's Emes, it's Emes. Who cares who said it? What's the problem? I mean, he once said something that just blew us away. Um, Reb Nachum was, Reb Nachum never spoke to Rebbe Musa, it just wasn't his thing, wasn't his style, but after Reb Chaim was Nifta, so they had every few weeks somebody else say Rebbe Musa, and his thing was around um, time. And so, you know, they were, for, for Tyre, they, they had him speak. So I remember, I, I remember who I was sitting next to, we were both kind of shocked when we heard it. Rabbi said, it says that, that, the, um, that, the, that the Talmud and Rabbi Kivo were jealous of each other. Um, so he said, it's something that we don't understand what that means, because if somebody else says good, then we're happy. I'd rather. Now, you know, now, I, now I know Pshat, you know, I, I got from him Pshat. So we don't understand that. But if Chazal said so, then Chazal said so. So it, it was like, he, for him, being jealous of somebody else was Xerxes Akosif. Um, and this is all he had, zero. He lived in a basement and, and had nothing. But, but the musig of, 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 of Torah being not his, you know, like he told, he, he was told once that somebody's stealing his Torah and saying, oh, his name is wonderful. He, he, he was incredible. So Torah can't be in a, in a position where it is, um, where it's owned by somebody. Now he explains, uh, So there are three aspects of it. The schar that we're talking about is elikus, and it's something that is beyond. It, it, it's not something that is innate to us. The inyanim that the gives is not in Hagshaylam. I'm not sure what he refers to exactly. What he means that the only schar that we find the Torah are say, which I mean, the, the fact that it happens is a um, is is something which is shalikiderachat but the thing itself is very physical. So I'm not sure quite what he refers to. The figure nitna tayyab maim shamaim tayyab khamakam kir sibyar kamata likhi 
So again, I, I'm not sure what he means it's not a double TV. Um, the only thing I can think of is, is, when he's speaking about Chaim, he says um, it, it's something which the, the, um, everything in this world is Mineo Bay. If I have racks and I paste them together, I get a house. That's that's a physical mitzvah, but life and life sustaining itself is not physical. Life is something that doesn't have. It's not. You can't mix chemicals and get life. So the the unique of Chaim is from someplace else. That's a possibility that he's referring to. Look, so again, it, 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 he's, if he's referring to the owners itself, it's full of, um, you know, people killing, drought. All these things are things that are physical. The cause is certainly not physical. The cause, the fact that it's, that it's uh, caused by something else is not a physical mitzvah. Um, so he might be referring to that. Um, so he says, Finally, so this this is easier to understand in a certain sense. Um, the mitzvahs, the vast majority of mitzvahs are not mishpat, the choik, which means they're coming to shteltsu to a mitzvah beyond us. The musag of choik, choik is wrongly translated as not having a reason. Said over many times, the Rambam basically says, you know, if I say somebody's doing something without a reason, I'm basically saying he's a not case. He's irrational. He's, uh, you know, he's whimsical. I mean, to do something without a reason is is the, is, is describing chisar. We can't ascribe that to Baruch But what we can describe, what we are describing is, the reason is not a reason that lies within the world of this person. For instance, Let's say um, we have a child, and we tell him to do this, 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 and this. So um, sometimes the reason we tell him to do is the reason we explain to him, don't eat this, you can get a tummy ache. Uh, wear a sweater, you won't, okay, we won't catch a cold. But, but sometimes the, the, the reason why we need him to do it has to do with the adult world. And or let's say we'll tell a child it's not respectful. And the child is not of age yet where he can understand what respectful means. So basically, he has, there's no reason. In, 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 in the context of this child's understanding, it's meaningless. Um, so it's it, the world of mitzvahs is misyaches. These are deeds that are good, but not within the context of the physical world as we know it. Wearing tzitzis doesn't help you in any physical way. So he says, um, 
um, so so the the um, the, the of dam is a physical iser and it's not. A midbar is a context that none of the none of the things we used to exist. It's outside of the realm of our existence. So Torah can and and that's one of the problems. Whenever you are um, in trying to explain Torah to people that that are not there yet, so the the Mahalach includes a lot of that. You know, look at how Torah enhances the marriage, and look how Torah enhances this and that. And the other thing, it's not that these things are wrong, but they're not right in in an essential way, which means you unless you're going to transition. To the next phase, where this is describing a world of ruchnius, and 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 it's a toiv that's ruchni, and that's what it's about. You're, you're always going to end up on the short side because you're just going to come to a dead end, or even the world of mitzvahs, um, you're going to end up in a in a in a in a dead end where the mitzvah itself is actually costing you a lot physically, mentally, emotionally, and there's no way to explain that it's better in your life. The um, so he says, so, so the world of schar can't be described in physical, you know. You could say that in Torah itself, there are actually three parts. now so he says there are three beginners in, in Torah. He says there's Toiv, there's Muchach, and there is a Loiki. So the Toiv the in the context that he's using it over here, he means that it's something that is positive in the sense that it's helpful, it's good, and it has a physical plus to it. In other words, it is true about mitzvahs that they tend to be good, and therefore um, we can look at it like that. That's one level. A second level is muhrach, 
means that the world does not exist without it. In other words, a social structure, uh, a structure of people living without these halachas, at some point it's not going to work. Now, um, I, I would assume that this is true about Zaymitz and Noach. I assume also it's true about um, Kalal Yisrael and their Tariq Mitzvahs. But you can't, I, I don't think you can say that without Tariq Mitzvahs, the world can survive, but you can say Kalal Yisrael can survive. Now, um, the, the, uh, so the Hechreach, the Hechreach of, um, it, 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 it means, the, the, it, it just won't work without. Toiv means it's like extra credit. It's something which is a pleasant, so if I say somebody gave me a pleasant surprise, that's a very positive thing, but I could live without it. It doesn't, it's not muhach. There are relations, I can say that, so, so a, a, a warm family relationship is positive. It feels good. It's, it's good. I can also say it's muhach without a warm family relationship, society will fall apart because if the family is functional, then, 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 then it can't be mitzvah to, to, to society and everything will fall apart. That's the concept of And aloiki means it belongs to another world, Bichlal, that's not, um, that's not even, it's beyond our world. so Mayim is something that adds to our existence. There were no fruits growing, and now fruit is growing. So the Mida of Toiv, of Shefa, and so on, is what we would, what we would translate loosely the word Toiv that he's talking to. It means extra benefit, good, pleasantness. Fire, anything that's strong, is to us parallel to the word Muhrach. Uh, in other words, this building will stand because it's, it's, it rests on steel, on thick steel pillars. Anything that denotes fire always denotes strength. Um, it, it, and, and strength means that this is a metzias. It's something that's not negotiable. So that's the second part of Torah. Obnei sh'a Torah lo'i kisichlis ve'enimusis v'kach nitna ba'midvah sh'amidvah miyuchu dvaram lo'i kimasichlim v'kashas bar l'maylo. So the physical metzias, so on all f- levels, that physical metzias is, is, is a good metzias. One, um, the toiv, two, the muhrach, and three, the, um, the, the fact that it belongs to a different world. So the, um, I'm not sure exactly 
I mean, this is this this music of, of being not belong to Adam. I mean, Toiv Lechura does belong to Adam. Chayzik belongs to Adam. But I compare those are the those are the three in Yanim of of Midbar of Aish and and, and Mayim. Okay, we'll hold it here. Um, then it goes off to explain the different names of the Midbar and Chazal about that. Okay, just, so yeah, I just I just find it interesting that his example of a Toiv, which is even even in the Velt Namuchoyev is Kabbi Savich Vesimecha. Like Leisignev, he says that's a that's a toiv that everybody understands is mukhra. Kavis Vicha Vesimecha is is like a sort of an optional toiv. Because I mean, it's something that you know, a Baruch Hashem society has got to a place where they don't believe in it. I've I, the new, I, I mean, you know, the new understanding is that the parents owe the children. I I heard this from someone who wasn't from you know. He told their mother. I should, Anna, you, you, you owe me because you broke me into this world. You know, it's, it's your problem. Um, so, uh, uh, yes. We, yeah, it was, it, was, it was in the news that somebody, somebody in India sued his parents for, for giving birth to him, and now he has all this uh, oil of living on his head. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a famous marshal, a citizen marshal, I think it is, or I don't remember who it is, a very famous one, that, ah, so it goes like this, that um, a marshal, um, a surgeon came to a town, to a city. This surgeon was a tremendous neurosurgeon, and he could heal people who were blind and deaf and so on. And they paid a lot of money for it. And the blind, he, he um, healed so he healed the blind person, he healed the deaf person. The kids, they came back, they refused to pay. The blind person says, you know, I just saw my wife for the first time in my life, and I, I'm, I'm not interested, you know, it's not, you know, it's not what I want, and you made my life worse. And the deaf guy said, you know, I just heard my wife for the first time, and she screams and, and gives clawless and so on, not go on her. And so he made my life miserable. So he said, no problem, I can reverse the procedure. He said, no way. He says, okay, so now you're going to pay. So he said, every person has a tiny tribunalum at Balkar Khatachai. I don't stand, I didn't ask to live. You put me in this world. Why, why you know, why am I giving a dimbachajan? So Kashbrach says, because you were kicking and screaming that he didn't want to die. So the, from, from the Balkar Khatamais is the is the is is the answer to Balkar Khatachai. So it's old, I don't remember what it was famous like that. Uh, but uh, so, so yeah, it, it's, um, but I'm saying it, 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 but it certainly makes life pleasant, but it's not, uh, you know, to, it, it's not something that, that we think is mocha. Zeyla Gneva is obvious. I mean, that's, that's, uh, and that's why Zeyla Gneva is Zaymus in as opposed to Cuban uh, Aveng, which is not. Okay. Uh, you have one other question? Yeah. The, the uh, to, to the extent that uh, that there's no bilateral over Torah and he's saying given of Nachum when he had a, a chiddush he wasn't uh, right. you know there was no hakpada at all, but um so so it seems that there's in a certain sense there's a, there's a hispatless that nobody has any real bilateral over over Torah and they can't approach it and on the other hand there's there's a gemara I think by Rabbi Kiva that I forget what it says like you know hanach lucha that you should deal with Nagam and alus and and there's also like so it seems that there is a certain place where certain either personalities or certain minds are structured so they have more of a shaykhist to certain yes. areas of Tyra 
more than others. And also balanced out with the fact that in order to have a complete, you know, you have to balance out, like you're saying in Midbar, to be completely have um, serious nefesh and is to a certain cause, to balance it out with the fact that you're never really going to be able to approach it and there's always going to be a certain distance is, uh, you know, either you have to balance them out at the same time or you have to switch mindsets 50-50 as to, you know, how you're going to approach it, you know, in a certain sense and when. So the, the, the first question, the word, there's a big difference, Marshall. Let's say um, I'm trying to get things done. So I want to fund a certain institution and I call in Yankel, my Gabe, who, who knows how to get this, the, the money across with whatever I want accomplished, I send him with the money to that institution. So I pick Yankel because he's uniquely suited and he's got the right, you know, savoir faire. He knows exactly how, what, when, but it's not Yankel's money. And um, Moshe Rabbeinu was the only one who could be chosen as a shliach to be girl Kalisrael, but it's not his pu'ula. So in Torah also, certainly Torah is misgalat through certain people, through certain minds, through certain temperaments, and that that is a hundred percent. But um, that does it's not because it's the person's Torah; it's because I'm the right shliach for it. I'm the right shliach uh, for this, that, and the other thing. So being a, a shliach, Moshe Rabbeinu was neeman. In other words, he, he took nothing for himself, um, and that's why the Torah is written almost as if Sakharshparuch was speaking it, because Moshe. As Moshe, as the as the secretary, as the recording secretary, is is not there, so so that's the that's the Myla, that's the the, the right balance. Um, it, it wasn't it wasn't as if Reb Nachum didn't have a positive opinion about what he said was if it was right and he felt it was it might if the certain point was very good, but he would have no problem. Someone else would say it, and a lot of times in Shir he would attempt to say all these things in other people's names. You know, a lot of times they say, that's my shver said in the shir. If you look carefully, some safe is saying it already. And, and you know, it's, he, he very, it was very self-effacing, but it was extremely strident about when he felt something was right. So it's not a stereotype when a person is, is that type of, of personality. It's totally given over. Okay. Um, in, yeah. uh, in, um the practical sense of Benam uh, Lachaver, when the other person's rotten, um, has to be chashiv to you. Um, how, I guess, well, we're not, we're not known down this madrig, but at least uh, theoretically, how does that work with the only thing being chashiv is the Rebbeinu Shalom's rotten? What do you mean? Balance the fact Benam Lachaver, Sakash Baruch's rotten is that people be nice to each other, that people give each other space and, and respect and so on. So that's Ratzon HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But the way, the way it's nitfas in the nefesh of the person is that it's not that only the Rabbeinu Shalom is chashev to me, it's also this person is chashev to me. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants it. That, that is, if I ask myself, the only the moral force behind Baruch HaVere, and it resonates positively with us because that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to be friendly, to be kind, to be warm, respectful. All these things are things that, are, and that's why Kachbar planted that sense in us. It's a recognition, the reason why, and it makes a big difference, the reason why I need to to feel good and respect and positive towards other people, because Kachbar wants it. 
Nafkemina is somebody that we find difficult to act that way. Somebody that gets on our nerves. Um, if we're doing it because we enjoy a company, so I don't enjoy his company, so get lost. I don't, don't do me a favor, get out of here. But, but somebody, but if I understand that the bottom line is Rebbein Shalom, then, then, then that becomes, so, so the, it's true we have those feelings, it's true we're meant to express those feelings. But, um, but the, the, the reason why we have those feelings and what gives them legitimacy is Rebbein Shalom. Okay, good. A good year. So, Mitz Hashem, after a Shredish, we'll get back together again, Mitz Hashem. Okay, a good year, Ben Shiaks. Merci, Mateva.